Bueller, 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 Bueller. Good morning. Up and at him. It's that time. What time is it? Kentucky Roll Call. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. With Walker and Roush. Willard to Wild and Chris again. Hello, everyone. Happy Friday to you. June 11th, 2021. You're listening to a Friday edition of Kentucky Roll Call Roll here on the okay. Exports Radio. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen on your Friday morning. Hope you're having a great start to your day. Thanks for listening to the show. We appreciate it, but really, you should appreciate us because we're newsbreakers and future tellers. Jacquez Jones commits to Kentucky, and KRC called it on Monday. We wow. did it, Roush. We did it. We really did. That crystal ball in the Big X Sports Radio studio, it's pulling overtime. Pulling overtime to bring in Ole Miss's leading tackler. Ah, feels good to get good players from the transfer portal and not have them leave as soon as they get to campus. Yeah, that that's that's better than the alternative, and the alternative is exactly what you said. You get to campus after four days or so, you realize, yikes, and then you get the hell out of Dodge. Not the case. Instead, Kentucky just goes takes SEC schools, top leading tacklers, and they bring them into the program. And that was a little bit that we did on Monday where we were like, all right, but I was 100% sincere and genuine when it was like, all right, the writing on the wall. Kentucky's going to to land this guy. And let's take a moment to not take it for granted, Roush, because we've been at the bottom and we've suffered through some miserable seasons. Any lifelong Kentucky fan over the age of probably five could, uh, could relate to at some point just having a miserable season you've had to sit through. We're at the point where we're so confident in the program and more importantly, the staff, that when you saw Jacquez's Jones list and more teams were interested, but I think there was like a 24 seven or rivals national article that said South Carolina and can, can Kansas, South Carolina and Kentucky are the three schools that are most interested. And then you got the news that I think maybe you broke that he was visiting Kentucky like instantly. It was like, all right, I'm so confident in the staff. They're, they're landing this dude. And mm-hmm. let's take a moment to appreciate that because we joked yesterday about the times UK would beat out Miami of Ohio for a recruit or Bowling Green for a recruit, and no disrespect to those programs, but that was the Joker era, and it stunk. Now Mark Stoops has built such relationships in recruiting and done such a good job to make this program appealing for a transfer from another uh, another SEC program, a program that has probably a little more tradition than Kentucky, but not significantly more. But uh, you get him, you land him, and you know that he's not even going to leave campus without without committing and actually signing. Uh, they weren't, you know, I'm sure that they were putting the pressure on him. They didn't want him to get out of there. You know how this game kind of works, but it's just nice to be able to be so confident in in that situation, Roush, because. Uh, that's not the that's that hasn't been the norm for UK football, and I appreciate it because a position 
of question marks or maybe even a position of weakness, mostly coming from the depth, stamp, depth standpoint, you don't worry about that anymore uh, at all. Now it's a, a, a position where you've got a lot of experience and you kind of know exactly what you're probably going to be getting. Oh, you're exactly right. And I, I think to even a greater degree where you're just like, oh, well, this is good. Uh, we're seeing the benefits of the transfer portal. And it's if you play it correctly. So when all this stuff was going down, probably last summer we had a lot of times in our hand last summer so of course we were talking transfer reporter like man but what happens if our guys get good and then they just leave that would be so bad but but really the the transfer portal kentucky has played it much better than i mean you almost could have asked for so some of the guys you've brought in they're all going to your your gains outweigh your losses um Terry Wilson, for as much as he's done for the program, it's time to move in a different direction uh, at quarterback. You bring in Will Levis, a guy who's probably going to be the starter. Uh, he wasn't that at Penn State, but he's he's got a nice he, – he has a lot of tools that uh, are, are promising. Uh, you also bring in a guy by the name of Wondell Robinson, who is, you know, Paul Horning Award finalist. It, it makes your offense more explosive on day one. Uh, and you – add another receiver from Michigan State you had a linebacker from Michigan State you're pulling a lot of guys from the power five level and oh yeah now you're just getting a guy who led another SEC team in tackles granted they weren't great at defense but when you need somebody to come in because you had an injury in spring practice I don't think you can ask for anything better when you look at what were some of the other destination that guys went MJ Devonshire went to Pitt and Jamari Brown went to Purdue. Outside of that, you weren't, you know, a, a lot of those guys were going to directional schools elsewhere. So I think all in all, you've you've seen Kentucky's coaches adapt quickly and, and upgrade their roster via the portal at a variety of positions. And to do it this late in the game, we we teased Louisville for needing like seven different players. Uh but <laughs> there are there aren't that many out there and to get one like this uh it doesn't get much much better than that so well well done mark stoops and, and john summerall yeah uh, that's a it's a great addition and is he going to be one of the most dominant defensive players in the sec no he won't be but again we were worried about depth that that makes it a little bit better uh, we'll we'll talk about the fit Roush, and we'll because now it does it does seem like you have a few different guys that that seem pretty similar to me, and one strength for Jones is not covering defenders, uh, pass catchers. I guess you you should uh, I should say, and and that may be the case for a, a couple linebackers or at least one other. So I'm going to be curious a little bit about the fit, but that broke yesterday, and that's exciting. We've got a lot of exciting stuff on today's Kentucky Roll Call. Our producer is Justin Kalen. Justin, how are you? I am good. I got eight and a half hours of sleep last night, boys. Wow. Oh, wow. That's impressive. Yeah. Feeling great? I had to get ready for that scramble. we got to get a lot of sleep. <laughs> I got five hours and 45 minutes of it, of sleep. So I, can I borrow some of your sleep? Yeah, I think that's how that works. Okay, that's that's good. We had the late volleyball game, Roush. Oh, no, not the late one. Well, it wasn't even the latest of the latest, but it uh, we didn't get off. We didn't start till about 9, 
fifteen ish, nine thirty ish, somewhere around there. So mm. yeah, you get home, you still have to like rinse off the sand and whatnot. So it makes for uh, it makes for a late night. And then I woke up at six and was like, I'm too excited for for golf today. I, I'm no chance I'm falling back asleep. So I've been up and that's been good and been able to to do some research. Seems seems like the talk of yesterday was the twelve team playoff, despite the Jones news and UK fans were pumped about that, but the 12 team playoff kind of dominated the news cycle yesterday, Roush. Yeah. Uh, although, I mean, I, I guess it was official official. So that was a big deal, but it's like, yeah, we talked about this two days ago. Pete Thamel reported it. Remember? <laughs> like, I, I don't know. I also just, I know that the 12 team playoff is going to dominate conversation for a long, long time. And, that's why when I was at uh, I was out at a camp out at South Olden, the UK basketball camp, and I just hopped on my timeline. I was like, "Oh God!" So this is this is what we're going to be spending our our time talking about for the rest of the summer is the twelve team playoff, playoff, playoff. Oh no, Notre Dame can't get a buy. Like suck it, Notre Dame. Yeah, suck big it. old suck it. Suck, That's suck uh, I, I thought for sure that they like win the. You know, I was wrong about two things, just based on the wording of of some of the details of this 12-team playoff. And if you listen to sports radio, you've probably heard the details because it kind of came midday, mid-afternoon yesterday. So it's not like fresh to the news cycle. But but bear with us; uh, we're gonna we're gonna go over it ourselves. But when they said that you had to be a conference, the top four conference champions are gonna be your buys. I thought for sure, Ross, like, I thought, well, why, hold, 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 hold on. But I thought for sure they're going to be like, well, you know, it is conference champions, but if Notre Dame's in the top five or the top, you know, if, if they are ranked higher than one of the conference champions, then they would get the bye. Like independent teams would precede this to some degree. No, they came out later and, and said, like, tough tomatoes, Notre Dame and independent schools, this – uh you will not be getting a buy. Need not apply for you, you Irish folk. Um, then they even asked Notre Dame's AD about it, and they were like, "Well, I never want to hear about us having to play or not playing an extra game or something like that." Because now they'd be locked in. Oh, and if you're un- if you're unfamiliar with the the setup, twelve team playoffs, four teams would get a buy. That means eight teams are playing. And the beauty of it is. Those the the eight teams remaining, the higher seeds, the four higher seeds are going to host on campus. So we would get college football home playoff games, if you will, and that would just be a sight to see. And Roush, there's a little part of me that thinks people would get a, a taste of that, and they would see just how electric those those atmospheres would be. They'd see the ratings, and then they'd see their pockets get get filled with more and more cash. And I would think that maybe they'd go to 16 just so they could say, all right, we want we, we want more home playoff games. And you had an article, and I don't know who, I forget who the writer was, but it was a big national writer, uh, basically saying the thing that they are missing with the, the college football playoff is the best four teams don't get to benefit from the home playoff games. It's such a dumb argument. No offense. Yeah, that is a bummer for them, but you would ask any single one of those coaches – and they'd say, yeah, okay, see you home playoff game. We're, we're, we're a step further than these teams, and we get to play one fewer game, and we get to rest up after a long season. Yeah, that's okay. Fine, fine by me. Uh, we, we don't care. We, we really don't. So that was a swing and a miss on the article. But it will be sweet for the teams that do get to host 
But guess what? They, they, they were going to have to win that game to advance where four other teams will be waiting for them, well-rested. But I love, the, I love the format for it. Notre Dame can't get one of the top four buys. And, Roush, we learned how it would be shaped out is six conference champion winners are locked in, and then there would be six at-large teams. And you may the, – the interesting part about this is – it sets up, I think, pretty well for the mid-majors where you could have coastal – well, you could, you, could have some, you could have somebody like Troy and you could have somebody like Bowling Green both theoretically make it in the college football playoffs because it's not Power 5 champions. If they were ranked as the – if they were ranked high in the polls, then if they were ranked above, you know, the STC champion, they could go. So it seems like a pretty sweet compromise in my opinion. It is. It is. I do think it's malarkey, though, because uh, to a degree with the bye games, put the four best teams in the bye. I don't care if it's LSU-Bama. They're not playing each other. I mean, I know that folks don't like that, but that's... I I just don't want to see the Pac-12 have a team in there when they stink. Now, granted, it should work its way out because of the rankings and whatnot. Like, I, I do ultimately think it's fine. It's, water will find its level, but I just hate the notion of get, putting the Pac-12 in the same company as others because they're garbage. They're trash. They don't even play real sports in the Pac-12. Conference of losers. Suck it. There you have it. I agree. You've got to put the best four teams in. I don't know why there's all this concentration on trying to get the four conference champions in. I mean, I, I guess I do. But, I mean, if you've got another team that's ranked ahead of them, yeah, I agree with Nick. Put the best four teams in. And that's the thing, Justin, though when you have conference commissioners as the decision makers, they ever since the beginning of the playoff, they've put an extra emphasis on winning your conference. And that's actually what's been the Pac-12's demise is they get to the Pac-12 championship game and Utah blows it. So they don't get anybody in. That's kind of been their MO the last few years. So I, I understand the motives behind it, um, but I still just, I, I don't know why there needs to be such a priority on it because let's outside of the SEC, can you all even recall a competitive conference championship game? I mean, maybe that Ohio State Northwestern one where the field messed up. And are it you was talking close for a little while? Are you talking this past season or seasons past? Just in the last four or five years. Yeah, Ohio State Wisconsin was a really good conference championship game. Okay, was that the one where the field messed up? Uh, not sure. Okay, but I yeah, was at that right. game, probably right. enough. <laughs> that, that is kind of funny. So, yeah, I think there was one Ohio State-Wisconsin game. But aside from that, I mean, who's Clemson going to blow out this year in the ACC? You know, it's just uh, – this is a very fun way to go about it, but I, I do think that the conferences are going to place more emphasis on themselves because they're the ones making the rules. I think the uh, Big 12 has had good games. Not to not not that it really takes away from your point, but I, I'm not going to argue for, for the 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 conference champions getting the top four, and I I, I agree with you all. But you, you got to kind of understand how this would work. People would feel like, oh, well, the rate you know, if we're going to go off playoff rankings or the college football playoff rankings, what if there's an SEC bias, and then we have two SEC teams getting buys and uh, you, you just the, to make to calm everybody down and kind of a let them eat cake moment 
Yeah, we're just going to have the conference champions go. It's going to it's gonna be the easiest. They're going to throw the group of five a bone as well, and I'm fine with that. I just think that they really nailed it. Everything about this 12-team playoff I think is pretty good, just to make everybody happy, but still to give us a great entertainment value. You know what this is about? It's about fairness. And I am about sick of having to be fair. Life is not fair. And I think that's what this is. Uh, they're trying to accomplish here. So well, I I, I'm a fan. Again, to play kind of devil's advocate, they would say, well, going off an arbitrary ranking isn't fair. How how are we going to let these computer systems and people rank us instead of just, hey, we want our conference. But conferences aren't equal. There are better conferences uh, between years. SEC has been the best for a good bit, but there's been times where the, the Big 12 has been better than the Big 10, and there's been times where a long time ago where the Pac-12 was one of the best, was the best conference in football for a little bit. Uh, so it, it can change, and it's not fair, but I think this is just a universal way to make different regions of the country entertained. So you're always going to have, you know, a West Coast contender, or at least a West Coast team in the hunt. And if they end up going in there and getting just dominated and embarrassed, well, so be it. Good riddance. I didn't even know that this was on the table, but they addressed this yesterday. If you lose in your first round game, because, you know, these first round games are going to be in early early December, right. uh, mid, mid, mid December probably to is a better way to put it, but it's not, it's not like gonna, you're not gonna have to wait for new years for this playoff to start. But I was interested to see this. If you lose the first round game, you could not go join another bowl game. I didn't even know that was on the <laughs> table. I thought that'd be a no brainer. Yeah. And I, but I, like, I understand why they're saying that because then you could, I mean, it's quite a bit of money. <laughs> if you were to, dip your pen in a different ink later on so uh i get it uh but yeah it's that's how it should be <laughs> like you're either in the playoff or you're in the bowl system either or uh but you know what one in unintended consequence of limiting the the amount of teams per conference is hell you could have two or three sec teams hosting in that uh in that 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 first weekend those are going to be great by the way like you want to talk about tough tickets that first round of on-campus playoff games like that's going to be absolute nutty and that that's one of those sporting events that if it's in the somewhere in the vicinity even if you don't have a rooting interest it would be fun to just go and be on campus for that day because it's it's definitely going to be wild and and what i like too is since you get the home aspect of it, we could have some instances where it's, you know, it's not going to be a Lambo frozen tundra, but you could get some some cold days. I'm not going to say Michigan's going to be hosting a playoff game anytime soon, but maybe Camp Randall, a little snow on the ground. That would be awesome. It would be. It, it'd be amazing. I, I, I'm all for it. Justin? Are those first round games, I kind of brought this up uh, maybe yesterday or the day before, but let me phrase it a little different. Are those first round games in this scenario going to be bowl games? Uh, I don't think they're going to call it like that. That Did they address that yesterday, TJ? If they're going to like, they just talked about format. They didn't talk about the specificity of games or bowls or anything like that, did they? I, I saw Luckett had a tweet and I this may just apply to the quarterfinals so you know the eight remaining teams once the, the the home games are completed i thought he said it was just going to basically be the new year six bowls and there's not going to be like a rotation of what what year is 
this actually a college football playoff versus just a regular bowl game. He had a tweet about it. So yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I okay. think, I, I think, yeah. I think the, uh, the on-campus games though would just be college Correct. football playoff games. Yeah. First and, round. And they're mm-hmm. getting, they're getting a significant chunk of money for that. Even if they lose, because yeah, I, mean, I, yeah. Because I don't think it's right. I mean, if, if they're not getting paid a bunch for that, they should be able to go to another bowl. No, they will. They, they will. will. They're going to get a cut of that. Okay. Yeah. It'll be like uh, the New Year's Six payout now. Like, I think there's a different payout between New Year's Six and just college football playoff. And I'm sure that's kind of how they'll break it down. I'm I'm just trying to make sure it's all fair, you know. It, it, it's yeah. I didn't know you were so anti-fairness, Justin. <laughs> <laughs> now, in this scenario, I was actually being serious. I'd love to see it be fair in terms of the money and all that. I would love to, like, argue or find something that I hated about this. Again, I, I, I do wish that they would go to 16, but listen, you've got people that can't wrap their head around 12 jumping over eight. So I get it, uh, but I think this is – if you're going to do 12, I think I think they, they did it right where you just – I'm so sick of people whining and complaining about everything, and it's going to happen regardless. But I, I don't think there's really too much that you can nitpick about this. And I the only thing that really kind of ticks me off is that we have to wait at least two years for it, maybe even longer. Have you seen a timeline for it? I know the four-team college football playoff is locked in. There's nothing anybody can do about it for the next two years. So this upcoming yeah, yeah. year and the year after. But after that, I think it's so open. So this would they... be 2024. Is, I think, the earliest they can do this. Well, it would be the 2023 20, season. Yeah, I saw yeah. 23. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and, here's, the, yeah. and, and here's another thing. If you're like, you know, eight to 12 is a pretty big jump. Obviously, four to 12 is significant. But if this was a 12 year playoff this year, I'm sorry. I'm going into this football season thinking Kentucky would have a chance. And some people may be spitting out their coffee, maybe just swerved off the side of the road hearing me say that, or I'm going to get some, some butt slapper text into the show. The 2018 team would be right there. Uh, they would have been right there in the thick of it, and that Tennessee loss would have even been more devastating that season if it was a 12-team playoff. So it's. I definitely think that that's in, a, in the realm of possibility. I'm pumped for this season. I think it strictly pretty much comes down to quarterback play and assuming that Liam Cohen knows what he's doing, and I hope that he does. But that's, that's why I'm so pumped for it is I think you're – when the pieces line up, Roush, and Kentucky gets a good blend of returning guys and, and the program just kind of remains consistent, UK is going to have chances at this 12-team playoff. And not to, not, not to use the old collision course line, I'll keep it a little bit more modest. And I, I, Kentucky, it'll be sooner than later that when this goes to 12 that we're going to have – we're going to – be going into the final weeks of the year with important UK football games. And, and that's the nice thing about it. You don't even have to win the SEC, Roush. So you, you, Kentucky can drop a game or two. Uh, I'm pumped. I, I can't wait for this to go into to full form. And, no, I don't expect Kentucky every year to be in the thick of it. But I'm saying it's going to happen, and that's going to be sweet when it does. Man, it, it is going to be a lot of fun. I also feel like it's a nice uh... – I, I, I don't think Mark Stoops was incentivized to – to go anywhere else but do you remember whenever brad decided he was in a walk-on at kentucky and folks were like oh this will keep him around for a while i do think that this is a uh kind of a carrot to dangle out in front of stoops that all right this is the ultimate we got to get to at least one of these bad guy before i'm 
before I feel like my job here is finished. I, I can very well see that as being present in Mark Stoops' mind. Well, and another thing, I, I thought you were going to go with a different angle here, but I, I thought you were going to say maybe with Stoops, this is, listen, 12 teams are getting in now. Can Let's say you someday, you know, let's say Iowa comes calling. Are you going to be in that much better of a position in Iowa to get in the top 12 than no. you are at Kentucky? No, no, you're not. And you could even, you could even, you know, Michigan, it's easier to recruit at. You've got more resources. Uh, I, I don't think Kentucky should be losing coaches with the state of the programs where both are right now. And I'm not backing off that take, but like you could even make a case with a, a Michigan. Yes. Again, easier to recruit at Michigan, but it's like, if you don't, is winning the big 12 or winning the big 10 easier than trying to get an at-large bid in the college football playoffs point is basically i think you'd be competing for the same thing you you're probably not going to win your you're probably not going to win your conference kentucky's probably not going to win the sec although i hope that doesn't change so you're basically competing for one of six spots and guess what you got chances for more quality wins in the sec yes you have chances for more losses but point is i i I wonder if that carrots more of like hey listen they 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 no longer do you have to just strictly win the sec to get in now you can afford to drop a game or two and the SEC actually could be your friend in these rankings. So I, I, I don't know. I, I still think ultimately if the right job came calling for Stoops, he probably would take it. But as the years go on and more and more teams and programs overlook them or think that it's just a boring style of play, fine by me. Keep overlooking them. But uh, I, I don't think it's anything but good news, this 12-team playoff. I'm obviously very pumped up about it. I'll probably be talking about it a lot at the golf scramble cool. today. And, and here's the thing, too, Terry. Uh, the goal for UK for a while, you know, they're talking about going to Atlanta, winning in Atlanta, and it really does feel within reach. Here's the thing. Now, if you go to Atlanta, you don't have it locked up. I mean, you have to – but if you just perform well in that game, there's a really good shot that you're going to advance that playoff because yeah. I do think that the norm is going to be three SEC teams. I think that's going to be the norm. So, uh, and being the East representative, you, you, I don't think they would do three from the West unless, you know, extraordinary circumstances. So it feels much more obtainable. Uh, and you remember all those folks that were laughing at Kentucky for putting the college football playoff bracket in the weight room. Well, who's laughing now? I mean, they, they, yeah, who's laughing now? All right, let's go to a break. <laughs> uh, let's let's do that. We'll come back. A lot of texts into the show. Keep them coming. 502-414-1450. It's Friday. We're pumped up. We've got a big afternoon planned. This is KRC on Big X. We'll be back. and his ministers, Anastasia, screamed in vain. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call. Daddy's homeboys. They shall serve no fries for their time. Welcome back. Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. Welcome. 1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen here on your Friday morning. If you don't have lunch plans today, 
I went to Salsaritas yesterday. My dad, not a huge Mexican fan. Just, uh, I don't really know why, because he likes the. He, I just don't think he likes the salsas and the spices and and some of that. Too much variety. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't get it either. I don't get it. But he was kind of craving it, and uh, he he wanted. I went and picked it up for us. He got the tacos, and he was. I do like. He's just kind of the type of guy. He's like, yeah, you can put whatever you want on him. And I was like, well, what well, he knew he wanted ground beef is what he wanted. And he, I was like, cheese? He was like, sure. I was like, sour cream? He was like, yeah, absolutely. I was like, pico? He was like, yeah, why not? So I just kind of just made it myself, made it my own. Oh, and he, he he loved it. Uh, I got the burrito bowl, which is always good because it just really highlights their their seasoned, fresh, juicy meats. Uh, very delicious. So he enjoyed it. You'll enjoy it, too. They've got two locations in Louisville, Middletown and St. Matthews. Oh, and like I said with the app yesterday, they, they just – you go to scan, and sure enough, it's almost like your phone's listening to you. They currently are doing like a $2 off on burrito bowls or taco salads. So, boom, scan the app. They're like $2 off. I was like, sweet. I could I could use $2. Why the hell not? So, check them out. Download the app. It's going to save you some money. Refer a friend. They'll get a free entree. You'll get $10. Everybody wins. Everybody's happy because it's all Cerritos. Hey, Justin, can you believe this? A Terry Walker is picky eater? Huh. You know what else I can't believe? The fact that he says he only needs $2. Well, if the Clippers don't get their stuff together, you're going to need more than two, my friend. <laughs> Suck it, Terry. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not worried about this series at all. Clippers are going to take care of home court advantage, and all, all they have to do is sneak one of their home court advantage, and they just have to win one in Utah. They've been close. I'm not worried about it. Still not worried about hey, it. Hey, you, you, the spin zone, they lost their first two games against Dallas, too. So... Just, yeah, it takes them a while to 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 win basketball games. No, well, they got to figure out how to stop the best guy. They had a trouble stopping Doncic. They've had a really tough tr- time stopping um, Donnie. So yeah, they they might figure it out. They just it's struggle against Dons. It's, it's yeah, anybody right. <laughs> <laughs> I am not worried. I just need to make that abundantly clear. Not worried at all. And, and hey, the Bucks won one, so good for good for them. They're not maybe it's going to be a gentleman sweep. But did you all watch that at all? I was I had the the volleyball game, sadly. Oh yeah, that's right. So the Bucks had like third. I want to say thirty two points in the first quarter. At the end of the third quarter, they had sixty five. I was like, what? <laughs> and they ended up with like what eighty six. Yeah, that's the terrible. final the the final score is pretty shocking. Uh, that that is insane. You don't. I did see the the Greek freak. First off, his three dribble slam, which is just unbelievable because I don't think he traveled. Um, so maybe there's a little shuffle before he makes his move to the rim. But they usually only at Kentucky do they call that. But normally uh, you can get away with that. And it's just freakish. He's at the other team's free throw line and takes three dribbles and he dunks it. <laughs> If you didn't see it, I tweeted it out. It, it, it is – I mean, it's just – it's hard to even say it and fathom it. I couldn't get three dribbles to half court. I mean, I really don't oh, think I could. This – it reminds me of – so I still remember a an AU practice when I was going into, I want to say, seventh grade, and one of the dribbles – or one of the drills was you had to do a full court layup in four dribbles. And you're just thinking to yourself – that's impossible. And like, you know, we all get this dumb look on our face and then our kind of dumpy coach goes out and he doesn't do it, but he's like, yeah, you just push the ball. out. It, it is. If you get the head full of steam going, 
you can cover more ground than you would think, but uh, it's still just a completely different level when you've got a seven foot dude who can dunk it from just past the free throw line makes it so much cooler, so much cooler. Yeah, the video, the the person's video who I stole on Twitter, they locked their account, so you can't see the video, little dweeb, but uh, it was pretty cool. You'll just have to take my word for it. And then I also saw the Greek freak uh, airball free throw, which is always good, clean fun. Ma'am, and that's I, – I, I, we've had this happen for, I mean, all time with big man who can't make free throws. But, man, if he can just do that late in games – I mean, because he can really hurt them late in games by just not being able to sink free throw. And he can do pretty much anything else on a basketball court. It's like, hey, why don't we just get that, that repetition down, get that rhythm, and just make it a nice – Easy flick of the wrist. Just an easy flick of the wrist. Treat it like a hook shot, Giannis, instead of an air ball. Because really, there's no more embarrassing play in all of basketball than airballing a free throw. I've never understood free throw troubles for big men. I mean, you all, Nick, you included, big men are literally closer to the rim. I, I just don't, I don't yeah. understand it. Well, Justin, and that was <laughs> Justin's imagining just like a big guy space jamming their free throws where they just like I lean, mean, they can, they, lean they can over and just, to the basket. just drop it in. Uh, I just imagine like Justin doing that at a fair and getting scolded at being like, Hey, no, no, no crossing the line there. Buddy. Yeah, yeah. Come on. Get the hands back here. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but that's totally I, me. I, in yeah. fairness, that was what uh, I've figured out, uh, you know, halfway through my junior year, like, Hey, the more you try to shoot this like a jump shot and do all this crap, like it's just more room for air. And once I just realized, oh, flick my wrist, like just make it a nice, easy, bring it up high and just boom. Uh, that was a very terrible description. But I mean, I shot like 75% or so. That's not bad. Um, Man, that's some, good for a big. That's some high end basketball coaching at the sales. Don't shoot your free throws like jump shots. Yeah, I mean, like, uh, hey. what, what other sound basketball advice? Don't dribble out of bounds. Yeah, very good. Uh, very good advice. Uh, I wish somebody on the Kentucky basketball team listened to that advice this Boom, year. Roasted. <laughs> no, I, I, I do, I do get it because, like, they just have. I mean, Justin, I, I do think it'd kind of be fun just to see. Giannis just be like, hey, just reach your arm out as far as you can and just see if you can just like, you know, cornhole it. Flick. Yeah, seriously. Like if you can just cornhole it or something like that. I, I would be interested to see how that would look just from the uh, visual aspect of it. Uh, I have two schools of thought. I mean, his hand, he has alien hands. So like, I can't imagine what it is like with a bat, but like just, you know, that's that's got to be tough. It'd be like us with a tennis ball. It really would be. And uh, so that's not the easiest thing to like shoot. You can throw it all right, but it's not the easiest thing in the world to shoot. But on the flip side, this dude has been, uh, he's won an MVP, right? Yeah. Did, yeah. Didn't he win the MVP last year? I could that's be correct. wrong about that. Mm -hmm. But uh, like, this is one of the best basketball players in the world. It is your job to play basketball. You have no other concern. I mean, really no other concern in your life besides just waking up, going and practicing your profession, which is shooting basketball. How are you still airballing it at this point in your career? Like you, you could have six-year-olds that won't airball free throws anymore. How are you still doing it when literally your only job is to, to round yourself out as a good basketball player and you still just suck so much at free throws? It's hard. It's, it's hard to... 
it's hard to figure out. But on the flip side, alien hands. So I'm I'm torn. Yeah. Um but on the other flip side, alien hands good for other things. So you take the I I think in general the, the positives outweigh some of the negatives, but the whole concept of being bad at free throws is just it's really difficult for fans to grasp because they free. I mean, they are free, so make them. Boom. Perhaps he should adopt the Brent Berry mindset and shoot granny style. Uh, you mean the Chinani Anawani style? That too. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, you did You did miss that uh, portion. That was probably year one of KRC when... Uh... <laughs> Chinani Wanawaku. I thought he was an awesome player, but yeah, he, he was a big fan of the underhand. He only did it a couple... Of, didn't he only do it maybe... I, I feel like he tried it and then gave up on it quickly. Is that correct? No, no. I think he I think he had his freshman year and didn't do it at all, but his sophomore year he did do it and improved his – but he did it all year. He improved his free throw numbers. That sounds like an Auburn player. No, Uval. Oh, okay. That was when old Ricky P was rocking and rolling. Oh, man. Underhand free throws. It'd be really embarrassing to have to do that. Hey, but whatever works, whatever for the team. Uh, we will be out at uh, Seneca Golf Course today around 1230-ish. If you, uh, I, I think that we have rounded out our team, but if you're still interested in playing, we still have, I think, a spot or two available. So let us know if you're interested. It's going to be a real hootenanny. We're going to have fun. Uh, but if you can't make it out today, then get the Big X sports radio golf card it's hot off the press we only have uh, a few left and you're going to get to play some of the most amazing courses in the southern indiana area and, and trust me when i say that you'll get out to those courses and you'll feel like you're somewhere special not just in southern indiana which is pretty cool uh, you can go to big to learn more chariot run is one of the courses old capitol hill which i still uh, I, I say still. I haven't been out there, but the way Justin talks about it, old Big Bill on the Hill, right? <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Don't forget your Red Rocket. By Big Bill on the Hill, get your Red Rocket. You're going to play these rounds for about $25. You're going to basically cut your, your green fees in half with the Big X Sports Radio golf card. Chariot Run, Old Capital, Elk Run, Valley View, Christmas Lake, which uh, I've been told that's beautiful. I've driven by it before, never played it. 812-725-1457, bigexportsradio.com. Uh, let's, let's make some predictions. Out of the three of us, whose who shot do we use the most today? Um, the way I've been playing lately, it probably won't be mine. Who's our fourth? <laughs> yeah, def definitely not me. Yeah. Yeah, it's oh, uh, that's not what I like to hear from my team going into a very like, folks. I feel like we can go out there and win this thing. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I don't know. It, Keith, I feel like Keith probably put some ringers together. This is this is my home course. Oh, well, you better not let us down then, Terry. I need to know where all the reeds break. I mean, come on. Judging Ralph, by that, I was just going to say, TJ, judging by that logic, we'll probably use the most of yours. Uh, I would I bet we probably use the most of mine. Now that being said, Roush, we need we need a few bombs from you, buddy. Yeah, there, yeah. there's there's a few short holes where you can just get us with. Because here's like realistic. What's our what are we what are we shooting for today? You think? Let's just assume it's us three. I think we have a fourth, but let's just assume it's us three. Okay, and okay. if if it's us three, what we're gonna do is we're gonna rotate the one extra shot, 
Uh, which that I do think that's kind of an advantage for what it's worth. But what, what do we think the what do we think the goal is? What do we think the, we're shooting for? I'm good with eight. Eight under? Yeah. No, oh, that would be great. If we uh, that'd be great for us, Justin. All right, let's get more realistic and say four. <laughs> we could get four. What's the laugh about, Nick? No, no, no. I just like that realistic is just cut that in half. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing is, I've never played with Justin, so I don't really have like a good gauge. Well, for... It depends the... on what my game is like today. See, here's here's the the problem with our team is that me and Justin can both be really like just incredibly inconsistent. I mean, it is sink or swim. So hopefully our sinks and swims align with one another to where we're not sucking at the same time. Hold on. Let me correct that. I can just be inconsistent, not incredibly inconsistent. Nick, you're incredibly inconsistent. Oh yeah. 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 Well, come <laughs> on. No, speaking uh, for both of us. That, that's, that's, that's some Trevor nitpicking there. I'm a, I'm a pretty decent golfer most days. So we'll see. We we might use a lot of my shots today. I think five under should be the benchmark. And I, to be honest, we may not. We, I mean, we may get two under. Uh, but I think five under is what we shoot for. I think it is obtainable. That we're gonna have some bogeys. I mean, we just are. You never no want more than two. Yeah, I agree with that. But I bet we have a. I bet we have a stinky par three or something like that. But I I, I know the other teams that are out there. I, I don't see any reason why we can't go out there and win it, folks. So Keith is not bringing ringers. I mean, I don't know specifically Keith's team, but they played out with us at Chariot Run one time, and I, I, that, I played really well that round. But they were like behind us or something, and they, they, you know, they look normal enough. They look good, like that. You know, I know the other team that's out there. It's we got to go out there and execute, Justin. We got to go play our round of golf, and the rest will take care of itself. That's right. I'm ready. Let's go. Let's let's uh, you know let's go to the text line, and we'll do the daily double here soon. 502-414-1450, 502-414-1450. Athletic college kids in Louisville, you say. You may have beat them, TJ, but maybe they should try out to be Scott's new tots. Any Ooh. of the kids look like they could be a running back or a quarterback or a safety or maybe even a wide receiver? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Some athletic kids. I did see Scott in the parking lot handing out business cards just saying that they were looking for some talent. So you were on to something there. <laughs> Uh, U of L. That, that's another funny thing is you have U of L's coach Roush going on a radio show, basically begging for a few players to come play for U of L, and then Kentucky just kind of quietly brings in an SEC team's all leading tackler. Ah, oh, man, it's great. Really is great, especially when the guy you're bringing in. I mean, I guess you could, if you would, could find an impact guy at the edge. If you're Kentucky, you would take him, but. Whatever concerns you had about Kentucky's defense, particularly depth, because Trevin Wallace is going to be a star at Kentucky. Jared Casey is, I, I think, going to be an incredibly valuable player, uh, especially next year, like the, the following few years. I think that that right now they just don't want to stun his growth by making him asking him to do too much. But now you've got four guys you can you have high hopes for in the middle of that defense. And I, as far as pass, like Kentucky's pass defense, that has not been a problem in recent years. And I think this year, their run defense is going to be one of their, the, the, the strengths of this team. It's just all about getting a little bit of a pass rush going. So uh, just go ahead and try running up the middle sec. I, I, I dare you. 
Just try running up the middle against Kentucky. What would you say to folks that will say, listen, college football has – it is transitioned. It's not transitioning, but it's it's like the NFL. It's pass first, and teams are going to try to spread Kentucky out and get these slow linebackers out in space. And we've seen some linebackers at UK get in trouble in coverage before. Uh, we, As much as we love Cash Daniel, he had yep. some limitations. One of them was – covering defenders so what would you ease those concerns for me roush well the i think in most cases i mean you're not gonna i I think the one time cash was chasing down kyle pitts if i'm not mistaken i remember it was a florida guy so i i think oftentimes when it's hard for offenses to create those mismatches by the way that kentucky subs in and out and you also have to consider i mean what kind of passing attacks are, are we you're going to be facing this fall. And all right, JT Daniels, good quarterback. Uh, then who else? So he, while I think that could be a problem at times, really what I think is going to happen is I think Trevin Wallace has potential to be your third down Mike just from a blessing uh, capacity and his just athleticism. He can cover somebody that is, uh, you know, an above average all SEC type athlete. So, as long as he can figure it out. And that's what I think is nice is you don't have to, by adding Jones, you don't have to force Trevin Wallace to know everything. You can give him a niche role and let him grow into it. And I think it's probably going to be to be that third down guy that's covering tight ends and running backs and then, you know, running some delayed blitzes on occasion because he has the length, he has the speed, he has the athleticism. To, to be the next Jamin Davis. Jacquez Jones is no Jamin Davis. Jamin's not going to be sitting there running side by – or Jacquez isn't going to be running side by side with a guy like Pitts. But I, I do think Wallace can be that guy for Kentucky. And if you use him in the right spots, then you're, you're less likely to get exposed. There you have it. And Jacquez Jones, uh, very active on social media. He was loving all the love from the Kentucky fans. And uh, I just like bringing in as much experience as you can. That's going to be huge for Wallace and uh, just all around a, a, a great day for UK football yesterday. A texter says, hey, fellas, it's the it's a first time texter here. Hey, thanks for texting in. You did it. I just wanted to let you know I've been listening to the show the past three years, and it's been great every day. Just letting you guys know you have fans up here in Northern Kentucky. Well, thank you for that. Northern Kentucky is one of my favorite parts of Kentucky. Yeah, I would agree wholeheartedly. Yep, I like it. I like the northern part, the eastern part, the western part. Central part. Central part's pretty good, too. Yeah, I love the central part. I know we've had this discussion before, but aren't we in the northern part? No. We are we are in a northern part, not not, not the, the northern. northern part. Yeah, Justin, we're we're basically at the twins because we're on the river. We're in between the riverlands and the north. Um, but that is the north. That's Winterfell, up in uh, the land of barley corns. Do you know in where Montreal. they? Do you know where the, where they initially made their first settlement in Louisville, Roush? Portland. Uh, do you know the name of the place specifically? I do not know specifically, but I know it was Portland because folks had to take their boats out and go around the falls of the Ohio. It was Corn Island is what they named it. And mm-hmm. it was actually a little island on the Ohio. You can still, I don't think, uh, there may be a bush you can see, but um, they <laughs> named it Corn. They, 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 they had a different name for it, and they 
named it corn. You might want to mute yourself, Justin. They named it corn um, because they didn't want it to sound too threatening. But when they built that little, uh, not dam, but when they built the, the canal, yeah, yeah, when they built the locks yeah. and stuff like that, it, it flooded, so it's all gone. It's all gone. But can you imagine spending a winter, a Louisville winter, on that little island in the middle of the Ohio River? <laughs> that would be miserable. And also in the summer, too, I guess you could get a breeze, but the bugs and all that, like, whoo. You know, Man. this is super random, but I was looking up a map of Louisville not too long ago, and for whatever reason, I was scrolling through the Ohio. There are a lot of islands on the Ohio River here in Louisville. Did you yeah, there know are. That? I mean, yes. and they all they all have names and everything. It's crazy. Yeah. I never knew there's, that. There's like Three Mile Island. Yeah. Uh, is there Six Eight Mile, mile Island? Six Mile. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's how uh, my family used to bootleg. Uh, was somebody lived on one of those islands and. They had a nun who would drive the the car. I mean, this is prohibition, so very early automobiles. But she was the oh look, this poor nun. No way she would be taking illegal liquor from this island on the Ohio River to somewhere else. So yeah, pretty neat. Yeah, they were only there about a year on Corn Island, and then I think they had that that first winter, and they were like, nah, let's go to the mainland. And then uh, you're right, it, it started kind of in Portland and. And made its way over. Good stuff. Louisville, Louisville, Louisville geography, Louisville history. Uh, Justin, name one city in northern Kentucky. Florence, y'all. Hey, yo, got it. What? What else? You Covington? Uh, yeah. Got. That's about all I know. I'm done. Fort Thomas. <laughs> uh, you've got your Newport. Yeah, Newport. There uh, you go. Holland Heights. Erlanger, Erlanger, always just really like it comes off strong. You know, you got your Erlanger. Like Maysville, Maze, Maze, yeah, Maysville's down the double A though. I was just talking about the, the kind of. I'm just, I'm just getting folks riled up. <laughs> all right, hour two, job. hour two coming up next. We got a lot more text to read. We got to get you all geared up for the weekend. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big Exports Radio, ninety six one FM, fourteen fifty AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen. We'll be right back. You gotta beat the man, and I'm saying, Woo! I'm the man. Woo! Welcome back. Hour number two of Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio, 96 1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen. We go seven to nine Monday through Friday. If you can't listen to the entire show, catch us on podcast. Wherever you get your podcast, just search Kentucky Roll Call. Leave a rating and review. And if you're new to the show or you're listening and you like it, but you feel like you, you can't find easier ways to listen, reach out to us because there are several. And we know that uh, not everybody lives in the Louisville area. You just can't go over to 96.1 FM or 14.50 AM you got to find different ways to listen. Tune in radio app is a great way to do it. We're calling the data and hassle free stream number 515-605-5382. But we appreciate you being here. We appreciate it being Friday. And 
I don't appreciate the news that I received during that commercial break. Justin Kalen's going to work after the scramble. Boo. Boo. Do you want the do you want the direct line to my boss? I'll give it to you. I ain't scared. Whatever we call them on air. Yeah, let's call them on air and say, How dare you? If you all could hear it, I would so do it right now. Uh, <laughs> that would be kind of funny. Justin, we've had this plan for for weeks, as in two. Yeah, well, here's the, here's the thing with me. So I make plans on my off days, and I always forget about them because I don't keep a calendar. I'm not very organized when it comes to my plans. So this happens all the time where I forget about plans. Um, so I told my boss, yes, I would come in. I've been having some really good nights on the bar, so I figured, what the heck. But then I remembered the KRC scramble, so I told him. I said, I will be there when I'm there. Don't rush me. Here's the thing, though, Justin. You just, in general, are going to work way too often when you're off. Like, yeah, this is like your double Saturday. I mean, guys, you know, when you got bills to pay, you got to go work. Oh, bills to pay. Bills to <laughs> pay. Bills to pay. Come on. Or, or I, you know what my issue really is? I have got to learn to start saying no. I, I cannot say no when somebody asks me something. That's my big downfall. Uh oh. Okay, my, so you're like my, uh, Will my, Ferrell and yeah. Austin Powers. My, my greatest, my greatest weakness is I work too hard, Roush. <laughs> That's not far it's, from the truth. It's, it's a. Uh... Uh, it's a double-edged sword. You know what? I, I, t I was telling my roommate actually last night that I need to start being worse at my job because then I won't have to train anybody. They won't ask me to come in. It, that really is what it boils down to, TJ. I work too hard. I'm too good at my job. Well, he's not going to have to work too much harder to be worse at this job. Am I right, Terry? Hey, oh. Hey. I, wor I, I work too hard. I care too much. Roush, can you finish the quote? And I'm too good looking? No. Works and, I can be, too and, and, and I can be too invested in my job. Oh, that's what it is. Yeah. 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 It's always good, <laughs> clean, fun. But, okay, so we're not, not right. going to think about the fact that I have to work until I actually have to go to work. Deal? Uh, I don't know. I feel like the, feel like the whole day is kind of ruined. No, nah, I'm, I'm going to go out and act like I don't have to work tonight until reality sets in and it's like, oh. Now I have to leave golf and go work. Oh man, you know the back, the final. They they call it one of the most beautiful final three holes in all of golf. But the final three holes at Seneca, I mean, it's just built for drama. And you know we'll go off first today since we're the celebrities, obviously. I thought and we were going off last. No, but. I think we should go off first so everybody can watch us go because uh, we're most important, obviously. Agreed. <laughs> No, but it'll be fun because we'll, that means we'll, fit, we'll we'll be able to finish first and we'll be able to kind of just go watch other teams, see if our score is holding up or whatnot. Man, that is I, – I can just see on the tee box too. that There's nothing like the nerves of being on a tee box with a crowd watching. I mean, uh, it – and then blasting one too. That's why, Terry, whenever – we we had this discussion a few weeks back about sinking a putt, a good chip on, or a drive. You were right. I concede. Blasting a drive. Maybe it's because it's like the one thing that I do well, uh, so it, I experience it a little bit more often. But, man, just absolutely smashing a golf ball right down the middle is uh, – The optimism no, of just walking down the fairway, having that like two minutes to get to your ball, and being like, man – 
I may birdie. Who? You know what? I could chip in from here in Eagle. Like, the world's my oyster right now. I can do whatever I want. That, that's why I, I ranked it number one golf feeling. And you boys better get used to it because you're going to be using daddy's drives today. <laughs> oh, man. I are like we, the confidence, Terry. Now, TJ, are you going to ride in a cart or are we going to have to wait for you walking all day? Well, uh, first off, if you all don't think it's going to be, it's going to be cart path only. I'll just go ahead. And that's yeah. the worst thing in the scramble. Uh, it's the absolute worst. So there is a part of me that's like, why don't I just walk maybe? Um, me being 30 and weirdly really hurting my back playing basketball on Wednesday has me maybe thinking I should just not risk it and instead do the cart. I probably will do the cart. But uh, back feels a lot better today, and I played volleyball yesterday, so uh, I, I think I'm healed. Well, in golf cart, path, path only in a scramble is a lot better than path only with your own ball, right? Yeah, yes. Well, it depends how – you know, Roush looks 30 minutes for a ball because they cost 25 cents, so – Oh, you know, yeah, yeah, it, shove it. it. It's still not great with somebody like him. But, yeah, for normal folks, if you don't – if you hit a bad shot in a scramble – if I had a bad drive, I'm probably going to spend 10 seconds looking for it, and otherwise I'll just be like, whatever. And then if it's cart path only and it's way to the left and the cart path is to the right, I'll I'll see it later. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, it's, another it's beautiful thing about another beautiful thing about Seneca: few holes where cars come into play. That always makes for good drama. You always have uh, like the somebody that's going to hit it in the street, and you just all you do. Any golfer has been here before. You don't even look. You just wait for a noise. And if you don't hear a noise, you just, ooh. <laughs> Especially uh, the the ninth hole where you're kind of going up alongside it. That It only takes a bad hook to weigh into, weigh into an auto. So, Oh, yeah. Uh, it's just going to be a great time. Yeah, great day. Great day. Can't wait. Everybody, hey, cro cross your fingers. Hope that the weather cooperates. But I think at worst, it'll be like 20 minutes off, and, and then we'll be right back on. But uh, but knowing KRC, we'll have tornadoes by about 2 o'clock. <laughs> Classic KRC curse. A texter, 502-414-1450, says, is the movie called It Follows or It Comes? The whole sleeping with folks to get the load off makes the title seem questionable. That, uh, you know, if you're immature, that could come off as maybe a dirty text message into the show. No, I'm pretty sure that the movie is called It Follows. And if you're a horror fan and you haven't seen it, you definitely should check it out. It's it's creepy, if nothing else. And it's just so it's it's a such a unique movie. You got to kind of give it a tip of the cap, if nothing else. I'm married, TJ, so I'm not a fan of horror. I don't understand. Of horrors, horror movies. I, I think I got it. Yeah. Because marriage is a horror movie. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I am so confused. <laughs> Texter says, I shot a 126, but with a handicap, I shot a net 82 with a literal game-winning putt. Come on, fellas. Congrats, Plumley, bro. He's on his golf trip. I doubt he's even listening to the show, but uh, I love that a 126 gets weighted down to an 82. That's pretty. <laughs> that's pretty phenomenal. But hey, the game-winning putt—that's all that matters. That's yeah. uh, that's what it's all about. Oh man, I'm surprised he didn't. Uh, you know, let the pressure get to him. I, I would think that a Plumley would get a little shaky in clutch situations. Well, yeah, you would think. A texture says. 
Good morning, all. When did TJ become a socialist? Congress needs to pass legislation that allows college students to profit off their name, image, and likeness. The university should be kept out of it and have NCAA-approved advertising agencies find ways to get students, events, and jobs. Have a great morning, UK Pez. I agree with you on the university should be, you know, every program, every athletic program should have now like an advertising department or like a like a brand relation department or something like that. That should be that should be absolutely. And I think the schools that do, and some schools are already doing it, but the schools that jump out in front of that um, should should see benefits from that. So being ahead of the curve would be great. I hope Kentucky follows suit, but just totally. Uh, I'm a socialist because I don't want the government to – I don't want the government to do it. But I do think we need uniform laws. I just have no faith that the government's going to do a good job of doing it. I was yeah, not, well, I that was makes not you pro, a socialist, TJ. I was, I was not pro-government here. Pro-socialist. Wow. Man, Justin, who knew that we were in the presence of a commie? Yeah. Hmm. Come on, comrades. Read the next text. <laughs> Uh, North Carolina has nicer courses than South Carolina, but most of them have limited access to the public. But yes, in terms of accessible resort side courses, I think South Carolina takes the cake. Wow, somebody from North Carolina got a little triggered there. Uh, that's our Canadian listener, I think, but I guess he's got some experiences in the Carolinas. Uh, I, I think the fact you get mountains in play may make North Carolina a little more versatile in terms of the the niceness of courses. We played that uh, Ross course in Asheville, which was really enjoyable. But I don't know about that. I still think you could have the mountains and still – South Carolina just has coast and coast and coast of golf courses right on the beach. It's pretty awesome. So I'm going to disagree with you, Texter, respectfully, of course. Hmm. Hmm. You know what I, I won't disagree with is oh man sorry i got a very sad baby downstairs he is not happy right now i wow. didn't it, it is not my fault believe me well for what it's worth we can't even hear him so to us no 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 big deal sad baby let the baby cry oh man poor guy yeah you know you get a little gassy you know it, it's tough it's tough when you're when you got a toot real tough when you got a toot but uh hard transition Big recruiting weekend for Kentucky football this weekend. A handful of four-star guys on campus. Uh, Tyrese Fearbury, he was on campus. He got there last night, I believe, or yesterday morning. Uh, he's a four-star edge rusher that was at Pitt last week. There's a lot of guys from from different areas coming in, and I know we kind of mentioned this after Mark Stoop spoke with the media on Monday, where you're getting – uh, yeah, just uh, just touching from some different spots. So there's going to be two guys from Kansas City this week. Uh, Quentin Conley and Jason Essex. Conley's a big tight end. The other one's a, a receiver. Yeah, I, I, I guess outside of Juco, I mean, of course, there's been some guys from the Kansas Juco's. I can't remember having dudes from that area at Kentucky ever. Uh, and then... You've got a lot more from Pennsylvania as well, where Brad White's kind of started recruiting a few years back, and you're seeing them extend from the DMV area. And Fear, uh, Tyrese Fearbury, he was the first one. There's another one as well uh, from that Pennsylvania kind of area where you've got to recruit against Penn State, you've got to recruit against Pitt, uh, which I, it's just it's uncommon <laughs> that that you're seeing competition 
um, from that neck of the woods. Uh, so, uh, and then the other the, the other big names, Emil Wagner and Denki. Mentioned Denki earlier this week. Emil Wagner, he's a mods baby brother, who he's a very large baby, much bigger offensive tackle, four star, top ten offensive tackle in America. And he was at Columbus in Columbus last week for an official with Ohio State. Unlike Ahmad, Ohio State is all in on this Wagner. But I I have gotten the sense that he's not, especially with uh, talking to uh, some folks that in Ohio who, who covered it a little bit closer, that he's not an Ohio State offered, so I've got to go there kind of guy. Um, he's also visiting Notre Dame and Penn State after this week. Stanford is an option for him. So uh, I, I think it's still pretty open, but you really want to make a good impression this weekend uh, in an effort to kind of lock up. You could end up getting three three of your best guys in this recruiting class could be offensive tackles. So uh, that would be a great way to make sure that the big blue ball ain't going anywhere over the next few years. Big recruiting weekend. So get your reservations at Jeff Ruby's and you show everybody a good time if you're there. You know there's got to be some diehards that do that. I think I say that every time, but it's true. Yeah. Well, uh, rounds on me, which, by right. the way, that would be uh, – like if you bought a round of drinks at Jeff Ruby's for the entire place, it would be a pretty penny. Uh, yes. I, I recently was talking just about that random act of buying a round for everybody. How does that work? Like, do you think – like, because – you. How does it work? Do you have it where you just say, "Hey, what's capacity here? A hundred, like, a hundred and sixty people. Then give out a hundred and sixty drinks. Charge me, you know, Bud Light's three dollars. Give everybody a Bud Light times about three. Or is it like, just let me, you know, keep my card open and? Uh, I think you would have. How, a, how, how, I think how do you, you would have a tab, and then the next time somebody goes to get a drink, it's just swiped on your card. Yeah, but what if it's like a really expensive drink? Right, that's the risk. You, that's the risk of the game you play. I'm not certain that's the case. Though, why don't we ask our bartender, Justin Kalen? I have never had that happen. I think, you know, I'm, I was trying to think back because I want to say that I did that once, um, but there was only like 15, 20 people in the place. I want to say I just got like a, a round of shots and just gave everybody one. Don't mm. give people. Don't give people the choice. You make the choice for them if you're being the nice guy. Yeah, that's, that's fine. That's, that, that, that's probably I, the smart way to go about it. And that's what, like, if I was ever cool enough to do it and be like, all right, round of beers on me, and I'd just go tell the bartender, like, hey, one Bud Light. But I, I wouldn't want to pay for beers that went unspoken for, but also wouldn't have to want to sit around and maybe wait for all these beers to be collected and tallied out. So uh, the good news is I'm probably never going to have to worry about it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, wait, wait, wait. You're never just going to buy around for for us for an entire bar? No, I don't think so. Yeah. Well, shows how generous you are. Actually, when I hit a hole in one today, everybody at that clubhouse is Come getting on. a nice is getting a nice tall boy because yeah. they, they have tall boys at Seneca. Tall boys. And yeah, it's not the like the roll. most insane selection. So the tall boys are going to be mostly domestic. Right. Okay. So don't Good. bring in non-tall boys that are non. But you shouldn't bring in anything. Yeah, they, don't they bring really, in anything. They they really will search you for it. Uh, but then the then the way they catch people is because most people don't bring tall boys, so they normally get caught pretty easy. Mm-hmm. 
It's mm-hmm. true. So, it's moral of so, the story, it's Justin don't bring Bichette an Indian just, in. J- 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 yes. Wink. <laughs> Wink. Uh, <laughs> Texture says, oh, suck it, Nick, but great article on Jacquez Jones. I can just already hear the crow rocking. Sack by Jacquez Jones. Uh, his transfer makes a weak spot of strength i mean that wasn't really what it'll sound like at the Krogue, but you get the gist of it Mm, man it's it's the geist of it first and foremost but yeah uh, it's and that that is i think worth stating is that linebacker wasn't a weakness but i mean dudes get hurt there (laughs) you're putting yourself through hell and you don't want to be uh handicapped or you know playing with one arm tied behind your back if one dude goes down you know you need to have bodies in that inside linebacker room and now you've got somebody who's been there done that there he knows what it takes to be successful in this league i mean and i i don't need to overemphasize just how bad old miss's defense was but he's been playing since he was a true freshman and from my understanding in that true freshman season some of it was coming in and playing for injured guys, but he was playing special teams before that, got a couple of starts, was named SEC All-Freshman, uh, and I guess that would have been the same year as DeAndre Square. So uh, you really got to feel good about where Kentucky's defense is uh, entering fall camp. That's what I like to hear. It's what More I like to hear. Texter sent in a picture of Holy Cross winning the state track and field championship. They say, suck it, Roush, and that's from Mook. Oh, man. Well, Mook, um, I guess, does it mean if you win track and field, does that mean it's better than just one sport? Is that technically two sports? Well, and I hate doing this, Mook. You know I do, buddy, because I do genuinely like you. But that was the scene, that was the Class A state track and field, man. Hey, they're, they're, they're tracking. They're cross-country school, Holy Cross. And it's great to win it, and that's. But like you know, yeah. Second move. It's, it's not baseball. Yeah. When's Suck that Trinity? When's that Trinity to Sales game? I think it's Saturday. I think it's tomorrow at like one or two or something like that. It's at E Town. What a joke. <laughs> Seriously. All right, two teams from Louisville. Let's go drive an hour away to play. Uh, all these semi-state games, they're all at college stadiums, and uh, except the E Town ones, just at E Town High School. Why wouldn't they? Uh, oh, because you have too many. You don't have enough college stadiums in the city of Louisville. Like, I, and the other seem like every site has two games. So two times, yeah, I think there's eight. You know, sixteen. Blah blah blah. Yeah. But uh, everyone has two games, and I just can't imagine that. Like, I'm sure the E Town kids would have much rather traveled up an hour and got to play <laughs> on a college field or even the Bat Stadium if they had an opening instead of. Like that, I bet they would have been like, "We'll we'll sacrifice home field here. We don't. We really don't care. This place is." <laughs> but maybe E Town High School has a great baseball stadium, and I'm just I'm being disrespectful. You know, I, I, when I was down there last week, I didn't check it out, but the the basketball gym is pretty cool. I'll, I'll give yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah. I, I've been to the gym. I think I've seen the baseball stadium. It looked fine, but like you know, it's not a college baseball stadium. Right, uh, right. But be- best of luck to your Colts. You knock off those pesky rocks. Let's do it. Let's take them out. Uh, sink those rocks. Am I right? 
You're spot on. Let's go to a break. We'll come back. We got a lot more text. The, the texters bring up good points if you're sick of our nonsense. I promise you. Uh, some interesting text to get to. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big Exports Radio, 961 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Gale. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. Cal's great again. This team's about back. This is the first time in nine years he has had a team lose three in a row. That is pretty unbelievable. Yeah, it is. That is unbelievable. <laughs> like that's it, just saying it out loud. I, I feel a little spoiled that we've reached that point, um, and I'm down. But at the same time, like hashtag perspective. Perspective. <laughs> Welcome back. Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen. Roush, did you take care of that sad baby? Uh, Yes. M- me and me alone. No, just kidding. Uh, I think he went on a car ride. You know, sometimes the, that's, He's that's not the old way to work to, it out. He's not old enough to drive a car. <laughs> that's just <laughs> dangerous. So. Oh, welcome back. Friday edition of the show. Big weekend for UK football recruiting. Basketball, yeah. they're riding on trains. They're going to camps. Everybody looks Choo-choo. happy. Just feels feels nice that it's yeah. just not like 100% negativity How? in the basketball program. So, all right. I just I, I want to know what your all's reaction would be if I said, hey, guys, today, instead of driving an hour, we're going to go on a luxury train and enjoy a nice meal, but it's going to take two hours and 15 minutes. I'd be down. I, I think the novelty of a train ride would be fun. Yeah, I agree. Okay. I didn't, I, it, it would just depend on like, Hey, do I have anything else to do? Because man, they turned a trip from Louisville to Lexington. I mean, that, that train just went to Simpsonville too. They got off at Simpsonville and took buses to Crestwood. So, basically, they spent almost five hours just riding around the state yesterday. So, I would just, I don't know. I feel like after a while, I'd be like, all right, this is this was fun to get here, but now I'm just ready to go back and hang out. Well, sometimes you got to live a little, buddy. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I need you to unbutton too- the top button, you know? Exactly, yeah. You get too caught up in the rat race. Let your hair down. All right, I'm gonna let my my really long flowing locks down, uh, and you know what? I'm gonna let my mask down too because the COVID restrictions are over, baby! Woohoo! Yeah, it's Kentucky's Independence Day. <laughs> oh, liberty never felt so good. Uh, it is, but it's like a, we are fully back to normal. The way that I it's been told to me, Louisville City is gonna have their first ever big grand opening game full attendance full capacity i was watching the news yesterday and wlky they were like much has been made about louisville city's grand opening at full capacity on saturday but the bats next series will be uh full attendance i think it's tonight actually that they can go to full attendance i was like oh i bet they're really uh, exhaling now that they can finally get that place filled up again (laughs) 
if I was the bats, I'd just be like, no, we're sticking with the capacity restrictions. That's why this <laughs> that's why this place is only has two thousand people here. Uh, but no, it's good that we're all open back up. There, people can stay out as late as they want. Uh, completely meaningless for me because I'm totally washed up. I haven't been out to a bar in forever. But uh, I guess now at least I have the option if I see fit. Yeah, yeah, and I, I think for you know it's just good for businesses that took so long to kind of claw their way out of it that now, Hey, uh, we, we have no excuses. You can have as many folks in here as you can get in here, you know? So, uh, it should, should be exciting. It should be, especially now, you know, you want to get out and about on the weekends, uh, enjoy a cocktail or two, enjoy some food at a, a nice restaurant. Uh, I have noticed that like, I, I don't mind it either. I know you like to call me a cheapskate, but, you know, prices things are going to go up when you're when you're dining out. But hey, fine by me. The the one thing that does annoy me a little bit is the the staff shortages that we have pretty much everywhere. The hours shrinking, the days changing. The Apple Store doesn't open till 11 a.m. What the hell? They got lines out the door all day long, but they can't open till 11 a.m. Like, come on, are you kidding me? Uh, that, that drives me nuts. Trying to go to a restaurant on just not a Saturday. Ah, man. Some, it just, oh, we're only open Wednesday through Sunday. Like what? Come on. I want to go out to eat on Tuesday, but you know what? I, I shouldn't complain, but here I am complaining anyway. Don't you ever dare inconvenience Nick Roush. I just, just don't do it. I want to give people my business. Why are you limiting your hours to be so damn weird? If you don't let him give you his business he'll give you the business on the radio show suck it apple store yeah but seriously suck it apple store god i hate that place but i have to go 502-414-1450 is the text line you want me to grab this one or are you, you ready to roll sure go ahead hey roush this jacques jones news gave me a big blue chubby what's this mean for the defense i'm pumped for football and basketball season cats are back baby so back so so back and like we said i mean the run defense last year was arguably kentucky's best run defense in the stoops era and i don't i don't think it's going to be falling off anytime soon uh, so i i did like watching did you watch some of jacques jones's highlights terry yes man he had a couple hits maybe illegal hits but my god he does he's not afraid to just light somebody up uh, that crossed my mind that like he, he's going to be missing a half or a second half of a game because of a targeting. Yeah, <laughs> there's no doubt. <laughs> like, it, it, let's just hope it's only once. Oh man, gosh, yeah, you're you're exactly right. You're exactly right. Um, and hey, that's the good part about adding depth is if somebody gets a targeting and is out, like you have other guys there. There are, there are other options. Oh, gosh, just allow me to butt slap once more, second time on today's show. But the fact that Stoops came to Kentucky and he was like, we're just going to we're going to be tougher than people. That's going to be our identity. And then now knowing we're heading into a season where like UK's offensive line is just going to uh, maybe have like maybe get in some legal trouble with how much they're going to assault defensive lines, how tough Kentucky's going to be in the run game. Chris Rodriguez just literally mowing people over and then a defense that's just going to have some of the hardest hitters in the sec and will take no crap at all like god bless kentucky football and and just we did it roush we did it buddy yeah we really did credit to us 
pat ourselves on the back. Justin, I expect a, uh, a pat on the back whenever we get to the golf course today. You got it, buddy. It's just nice being like, you know, the being the, 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 the physical team, not the team that's just getting embarrassed. I mean, we played Arkansas and they just stopped the game because it was too big of a blowout. They never do that. <laughs> they never do that. And they did that. And we were in college, Roush, and it sucked. And uh, it's just just pay pay the staff, football staff. Joe Kraft, keep keep getting the money out, buddy. Yeah. Come on, Joe. Come on, Joe. Yeah. Uh, Texter says, oh, the uh, Rich Brooks tweet. Did oh, you see so the Rich? Here's the Rich Brooks tweet. Shot 85 today. Won a little. Hope to go over soon. Uh, except he didn't spell shot. It autocorrected to something else. And if that isn't a perfect Rich Brooks tweet, I don't know what is. Yeah, the vowel is different in the word shot. And, uh, you know, it could, the funny thing was, it could have been either one. You just don't really know uh, if he, which one he meant by it, but uh, he's living the life. Is it an A? Uh, no. You, uh, no, that's a good question. Could be, could be, but no, in this case, it wasn't what he spelled. Yeah. Yeah. And what I like too is, that, I mean, I was having this discussion earlier this week on the football podcast that that is the, that that's the rich Brooks street one, a uh, shot. Okay. Won a little money. Got to go lower next time. Like that's, <laughs> that's the only admission he had is, uh, I guess he just said one a little, he didn't even need money. He's just really tightening up brevity. Rich Brooks's new strong suit. Uh, it's just basically a template. He just has to put in the score. If you won or lost, and then it auto-formulates the tweet for him. <laughs> and he actually has a different template with tomatoes and fish. Yeah, yeah. Um, the the tweet before that, another night, another partial rainbow. Yeah. So rainbows instead of, uh, instead of tomatoes. I guess it's not tomato season yet. No, Got to get I'm a little not, bit warmer. I'm right. not a tomato guy, so I'll, I'll take your word for it. The other end of the partial rainbow. Wow. I mean, three partial rainbow tweets in a, in a row. And then a fourth one, a big rainbow trout caught today. Wow. wow. Big wow. rainbow it, guy. It is Pride Month. <laughs> Texter says, uh, Louisville will get rid of Satterwhite and bring home Dave Ragone after he has a great year as the Falcons host this year. I've heard I've heard the Ragone buzz with U of L for what it's worth. That's only going to get louder. So the one thing with uh, Rag One is that he has never coached college, and you really won't think the Falcons offense is going to be good this year. Like, come on. At least you won't have to worry about Ragone going and going to another job wanting to get closer to his parents and the Appalachians. That's true. That is true. And he's coaching with a former Satterwhite guy. Maybe he brings that guy back. What was his name? Um, he was like their, their top assistant, um, the offensive line coach. Clint Hurt? No, 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 no. Uh, the guy last year, uh, not oh, Cedric. Um, yeah, I forget. I, I know who you're talking about. That was he, a big blow to UofL. Yeah, he was like their, their number one guy, their favorite assistant. So, um but hey, uh, gosh, they do have Calvin Ridley, who, according to Justin Kalen, is what a top ten receiver in the NFL. So maybe he's, he does have a big year. He's better than Julio. I'll put it that way. I'll cross my fingers that U of L doesn't fire Satterwhite this year. 
but I think they're going to by the end of it just because it's been such a disaster. That's another hilarious part is he got called Satterwhite. And like, it's just been a joke of like a, a coaching stint for him at UofL. It's just been one, it's like, a, it's been like a season of Veep, but with a college football coach uh, that the Satterwhite comment was hilarious. But when they, when they eventually fire him, I bet that Ragone and Brom, Brom round two, I bet those are going to be the two leading candidates again. Oh, what about Brom and Ragone? Bridges, oh, and LaForce. LaForce was coaching high school football around here. Let's just get all of the former Louisville quarterbacks back to don't call me Papa John's. Yeah, why not? Yeah. See what Hunter Cantwell's doing. Uh, he's actually coaching at Cal now. Okay. They only Bring him in. Former Louisville quarterbacks at Cal, too. Bring so. him in. Give, I think Will Stein's coaching high school in Texas. Get him. Bring him on back. Man. What's uh? What's the one guy? Do, Kyle Bowen. What's he up to now? Oh, gosh, that guy. It's a sore subject. He uh, can take out his suck it and suck it. A texter says, "If you are overly excited for this upcoming Louisville football season, TJ, it isn't just blind optimism. It's blind, deaf, and for the fans' sake, hopefully mute optimism." <laughs> that was from Trevor. These that the last one. The sadder white one was from Trevor. That one was from Trevor. This next one's from Trevor. Hey, TJ, do you not remember that bang-up job the government did when it got involved with baseball? <laughs> just love when the government gets bored and they're like, sports, let's do it. <laughs> oh, man. Good hearing Trevor, from bringing you. bringing some guy. heaters, yeah. Yeah, maybe he'll be smoking some heaters out at Seneca today. You never know. Would, you never. I, I, I think, I bet Trevor would have some odd uh cicada takes as well i could see him being either completely just ambivalent or fascinated by them like one uh, of the two I, I could see him like thinking it's hilarious to like kill them in different ways yeah yeah maybe get magnifying glass kid you know yeah and don't be that guy trevor they're just you know they're bugs trying to live their own little short lives tj for what it's worth i was i had one in my hand the other day and i was debating doing the whole pop rocks thing that you were talking about i just couldn't bring myself to do it good for you buddy yeah i mean it, it, it they they do they do pop but uh it, it's just but let them be really if you throw them if you throw them on the ground they'll just no they don't like explode but they make like a like crunchy sound uh, yeah well no it's like a pop it makes like a pop rock noise and then they're just dead like, there's no guts, really. It's just, you know, it's over. Mm, gotcha, gotcha. Man, yeah. I'll tell you what. When we were kayaking last Saturday, fish just have to be like, they just have to think, like, well, I don't know what we did this off season in our pond world, but, like, we are feasting <laughs> right now. <laughs> this is this is amazing. We're going to get so fat. But, like, I, I was seeing fish jump left and right. Oh man, that's great. That's it, it really does. Like you would think that they're probably just gorging themselves, right? So yeah, I bet you can catch some pretty big fish later on in the in the year. Totally. I I wouldn't be surprised if that happens. What do we got next on the text line? Well, uh one texter says Mike Owen. Wait, no, that's not a texter. <laughs> do y'all really do y'all think that with Stoob's family situation it makes it harder for him to leave with the kids and such? I mean, I don't, I don't know. It, it could go either way. And the truth is probably nobody knows, but Stoops himself. But I would think that the, uh, him being single now would maybe make it a little easier that way. Like, you know, the kids could 
live with mom and still have a family, a, a settled family home. But, you know, dad's up in wherever. But hopefully he never leaves. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and like you said, it's just kind of all speculation. Like, what do we know? <laughs> and what do we know about his family situation either? I mean, yeah. Uh, I'll just move on to say Nanny. I thought it was going to be a hoedown. I really like Hoot Nanny though. Hoot Nannies are a great time. Much funner than a hoedown. Yeah, yeah. Much, much more fun. Wait, I think that's a word that you can say. No, it's more most fun. All right, this isn't English class, Nick. I said what I said. Let's move on. Suck it, Roush. Come on. <laughs> Suck it, Roush. There we go. There we go. Uh, another texture says, good morning, fellas. Suck it, Justin. Yeah. And, yeah. Wow. Over, over, under... U of L football at four wins. Hmm. I'll take uh, over. I'll take the over just because I think the ACC is is trash. But I, I don't. Well, I, you know, I think it would probably be five. Yeah, that that was my thought. Five. Yeah, and, or at worst, you push that four. I can't see it going under four and a half. Would be interesting. Like I, I, I would maybe contemplate that. But you're right. The ACC is just there's not. Aside from Clemson, there's not any sort of like, well, they're good, not great, you know, that, that really puts the fear of God in you, where at least as a fan, you, you, you're you not losing just by the name on the front of the jersey that's showing up on Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> uh, one texter says, the North remembers Justin. Suck it. A lot of Justin hate today. Yeah, you don't get the reference I, either. I don't. Oh, I know it's I know it's um Game of Thrones, right? Yeah. Correct. Yeah, so why do you how do you feel about the textures coming after you today, Justin? Oh, it is what it is. It, uh, some days are good, some days are bad. I don't I need it. you I don't need you in your head for this golf outing. I need you I need I need oh, you. Oh there I will not be in my head for this golf ad outing. I promise you that. Man. No, I'm now I'm worried that he's gonna now he's definitely too many in his head. cocktails. Yeah. I, just, I just I do enough things during a golf outing, and I'm gonna keep it as vague as that. That I am not in my head. Uh, are you just gonna be like ripping lines over this during this golf outing here? Man, what are, what are we what are, what are we getting into, Justin? That, that's a gonna... turn. <laughs> it's gonna be snowing on the golf course. <laughs> yeah, I didn't have, didn't expect to bring a park. Well, we're it. we're still needing two players, right? Show yeah. up and find out. <laughs> There will be no illegal activities at Seneca Golf Course today. That's the the KRC crew can promise you that. Somebody's gonna call Seneca and be like, "Yeah, there there were some references to potential drug." <laughs> <laughs> Watch out for that two twenty or twelve twenty two T top. Oh Jesus, Justin! I'm now that I'm, oh. I'm just trying to make it easier. Somebody's gonna call in a a, a drug threat to the golf course. <laughs> All right. A texter says, uh, we've said too much. A texter says, <laughs> the nun doing something illegal for those rascally criminals is in a lot of old movies. Crazy that it was based off Nick's family. Yeah. Don't understand it. Basically, all of Hollywood is based on the Roush family. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah. yeah. Pretty crazy. Even had a Tommy gun under her habit. Texter says, learned a long time ago, don't be good at something you don't want to do, Justin. <laughs> oh, my good. God. That is, literally, that is literally the best advice I've ever received. 
thanks texter that is, that's awesome talk about putting things into perspective Woo. so can you make fancy drinks justin absolutely can you do like the shake thing yeah so wow. had, have you ever been to like bartending school no All you learned uh, school of hard knocks that's right gotcha uh gotcha well i didn't i don't where's our morning cocktails well i mean you all could come by the bar tonight after the scramble if you want i'll be there man my volleyball game tonight's at 10 i was thinking uh, i was thinking about hitting up a church picnic roush we have church picnics back oh yeah baby a few of them oh nice yeah i know um i know some of them like saint paul some other ones they postponed them till august just to make sure they could get full capacity. So, oh, good to see church picnics, but that's actually probably a good way to keep that buzz going. Oh, it's got, it's, uh, yeah, it's going to be a long, I don't know what I, I may take it easy on the golf course. It's going to be a long day. <laughs> Speak long, for yourself. Long day. Uh, Texter says, Justin, my man, you are an hourly employee for a giant corporation. Tell them farters no and enjoy a few days off another another text with sound advice texters are on it today they may hit me maybe hitting me with these suck adjustments but they're also giving me good life advice and you but you're just gonna tell you're gonna tell corporate hotel you're gonna tell mr big hotel yes sir i'll work whenever you need let me slap that butt for you Th this is the last time I, i'm i'm fed up we're saying no from now on okay well we'll hold you to that Texter says, was at a Christmas party where everyone received two drink tickets. We ended we ended using our tickets to get a hundred to get a hundred shot of Pappy when per when the person who had to settle up the tab at the end of the night found out that's what people were doing. They were not happy. Oh, wait. So the tickets were just good for anything at the bar? Jeez, that's ballsy. Oh my gosh that yeah i was kind of wondering like you pulled your tickets together but I, I i now i understand that's uh oh that's people are getting fired over that right yeah i mean also what kind of business <laughs> does that like here these tickets are good for everything from uh wild turkey 101 to our finest bourbons like what? I just uh, imagine it's like one of those places that have like the ginormous, hilarious drinks that have like thirty straws in them. Be like a uh, one drink ticket. I'll I'll get one of those. I'll get the sixty. I'll get the sixty four ouncer. Ah, you said any drinks? You said it was open. Mm -hmm. ah, good stuff. A texter says, "John here. Hey, John, how you doing, pal?" He says, "TGIF, my friends, and good morning." What? Let's say you. What is about what is better, an orange or an apple? I like oranges better. The Jazz are up 2-0 and the Nets 2-1. Regardless of that, which series do you still think has some life and which series do you think is over? Well, have fun golfing and have a great weekend. Got to go. Talk to you later. Wow, I love that John is telling us to literally compare apples and oranges. <laughs> that is pretty hilarious. Uh, but orange is a little bit messier. So a apples are better that you, you have one a day. You're going to keep the doctor away. That's I'm true. an orange guy. <laughs> yeah, but you don't also buy fruit. So like you're people, right. Yeah, I don't I don't eat either of them. But if I have to, I'm going to eat an orange. <laughs> people forget nothing sucks like a big orange. <laughs> 
Oh, and then obviously the Clippers are still going to come back. So if you can get good value on the Clippers winning that series, I'd go ahead and do it. Uh, the Nets, it'll be uh, it, if the Bucks get another one, that'll be awesome just from an entertainment standpoint. But I think we're we're heading towards a gentleman sweep. Yeah, I, I think you're right. I mean, you can only contain that offense for so long. <laughs> you know, it's just huh. you know what though they got the win. Good for good for you, Bucks. Congratulations. Uh, Texture says, Roush, I'm giving you a week to set this up. TJ won't be on the show next Friday, and it'll be done remotely. So get the big fella Trevor to sit up in his bed and zoom in. Oh, man. I don't know if a week's enough heads up for Trevor. And Roush, Roush gave me some dates that he's going to be out. You all, we like, you all play a role in this too. You all got to, we have no control over him. If, if he hears from the people, if the people mm-hmm. demand Trevor Kelsey, he'll do it. But yeah, if if Roush is out or I'm out, if we can get the big guy to fill on in, we won't even skip a beat. They and you know what, bullies when they get bullied, they don't know how to handle it. So, time for us to turn the tables on old Wagner's old uh, bad guy. Sure. Texas Who's the bad says, guy now? What is your favorite thing to bet on college football, college basketball, pro football, pro basketball, or horse racing? Uh, I'm best at college basketball, second best at college football. So those are my favorite. Then probably NFL third and, uh, and then the rest, whatever. I would say college football, horse racing, and NFL. Those are the big three basketball just the free throws and stuff. It just too much stress. I don't, I don't like it. Some dumb stuff can happen there. So, um, but hey, last night I did the thing where I just bet on the horse that Duke and I saw first in the paddock, and I won a race that was like a fifteen dollar. It was a ten dollar horse. It was a nice win, and then another horse came in the money and got our money back. So it was a great. That's what I love about betting horse racing. It can just be so stupid and fickle. That's that's gambling, baby. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. Another texture says Trevor was at yesterday's Reds game wearing a Brewers hat arguing about a foul ball. That's a funny text. <laughs> did you see the video? I did not. A uh, a, Brewer, a Brewers fan and a Reds fan were going for a foul ball. But this Brewers fan is like, I mean, both of them are the younger guy. The Reds fan may be in his like late 30s, but this Brewers fan's clearly in his like late 50s or maybe in the 60s. And he, they're not even sitting by each other, but they are kind of chirping at each other. The Reds fan gets the foul ball. The Brewers fan's all salty about it. And then, uh, like, a little Reds fan comes down and gives the Brewers fan, I guess, a previous foul ball just to, like, cheer him up. And I bet that dude just had to feel like such a baby. <laughs> and he's by himself. He's got a glove. He's, like, in his 60s. You know, do what you want when you're popping. I guess do what you want, whatever makes you happy. But come on, man. You don't need to be getting in fights over it. Right, right. Grow up. A texture says, if you don't if you don't smoke a J by hole seven, is it even golf? Well that that's it's we're in Kentucky. That is illegal. Yeah, texture geez. Maybe if we were in like the wild, wild west like Illinois, sure, it'd be a different story, but not here. Bad. Bourbon good. Anything else bad. Hmm. Worst luck of the day. I got a sinus infection confirmed this morning. May have to miss the KRC golf scramble. That's from Mook. Well, Mook, that's the lot. We, we don't need numbers decreasing. I'll tell you that much right now. <laughs> oh, Mook, suck it. Mook, suck it, Mook if you bail, buddy. Over a sinus infection, just take some medicine. Oh, 
little allergy medicine goes a long way. Yeah, yeah, and it's the weekend. You can rest all weekend. Yeah, Boy. it's not like you have a child that it could wake we, you up or anything. We, we we were we were just so happy that we were maybe going to be able to like have even teams, and now we I mean, we're still not. But now Mook drops this bomb on. Yeah, he says he's coming. Yeah, boy. It's not just get everybody sick, Mook. <laughs> it's a sinus infection. It's not like contagious. Mm, anything's contagious if you try hard enough. I guess. <laughs> Oh man, I'm skipping ahead. Oh, I actually no, I won't. I'll wait. I'll wait. Now, pretty ridiculous. People are telling Justin not to work. The man has bills to pay. People have no idea how expensive iguana food and ladies of the night are. <laughs> yeah, and dandelions are pricey. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's good stuff. Justin really has been put through the ringer today. A texter says you're in Louisville. It's decriminalized. Oh, okay. Well, in that case. Lot them up, baby. <laughs> you all should have played with Kentucky roll call balls. That would have been good advertising, but people found them throughout Seneca in the coming weeks. <laughs> coming coming weeks. The spot I'm gonna put some of these, it will be months. It'll be it'll it'll be future civilizations. You remember the Americans? Oh, a KRC. Oh, a sporting event. They must have really had a ton of people really excited to go play golf. <laughs> really excited. Well, folks, uh, another one. Justin complaining about bills, but won the lottery and had. Well, come on, you can't you can't spill Patreon secrets. Texter, you know that. That's rule one hundred and one. Yeah. yeah, come on. What happens on the Patreon stays on the Patreon. Yeah. Uh, Texter says, all jokes aside, that Brew Crew fan looked a a little like Trevor. Meh. Yeah. Meh. No, I, I disagree, but I won't get into why. The Brewers, they, 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 Trevor's a good-looking dude. The Brewers guy, he looked like he was happy. Everybody, I just don't think they, I think they both were bigger people, and that was really where the comparison stopped. The comparison stopped. Mm, man, I, uh, I'm just really, really excited. We're looking forward to today. Should be a great day. Rain, rain, go away. Going to be a great way to kick off the weekend. I got three appointments, so I let's get out of here so I can get these done. Hurry, get to the golf course. Uh, teammates, I need you all there at least three hours early to start practicing some putting. Okay. okay. We're not, we're not yeah. losing, but I played right. yesterday. So that was my practice. So I'm not getting there three hours early. Five under is what we're shooting for. Okay. Okay. Got Deal. it. All right. Everybody have a good weekend. Be safe. If you're going to head out and see us today. Uh, thank you. And we can't wait to see you. If not, we'll see you the next time, hopefully, but thanks for all the texts in the shows. Thanks for listening. We're having, week of radio. we're having fun, and we couldn't do it without you all. Hopefully, you're having fun with us. We'll see you on Monday. Be safe. This is KRC. I'm Big X Sports. Go, go.